Welcome to Living Fullness, a podcast where you're invited to walk with two unusual friends through the ups and downs of the art of friendship. My name is Stina Constantine. My name is Father Sean Burns, and together we explore what it takes to grow real, satisfying friendships, the joys and challenges we face along the way, and of course, becoming a good friend ourselves. We hope by sharing our learning and experiences, this podcast will serve you in living your life to the full. Hello and welcome back to yet another episode of Living Fullness. As always, we are super excited to have you here. Whether you are listening through your earpiece in your car or in your home, you are most welcome. How are you today, Padre? Very well, thank you. And yourself, Stina? I am doing so well. Great, <laughs> great, great, great. Excellent. Happy Easter to you. Yeah, and to you as well. Happy Easter, that's right. Exciting times. That's right. It's, it's incredible to think that 2021 has gone so fast that we are now at Easter. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Yep. So before we jump into the topic of today, yes. what have you been up to? What have I been up to? Well, it's hard to kind of look back on my week and be like, <laughs> what, have I, what have I been up to? It's been that kind of week, hasn't it? It's been that kind of oh. week. Uh, it's, it's, it's really been sort of, you know, um, the seminary's uh, been undergoing a, a, a review, uh, which, ah. which happens from time to time. Uh, so uh, we've just been sort of getting getting that underway and sort of dealing with the with the the recommendations that will be coming from that and um, and yeah, just just sort of uh, trying to continue teaching and studying and doing all the things that I meant to be doing and and uh, juggling all the so responsibilities. Juggling all of those things. How about yourself? What have you been up to? Yeah, look, things have been um, a little interesting on my end. My house mum's brother has moved in with us, which has been really fun. He is really quirky and, um, I mean, he has his own health battles and things like that too, but it's just been nice being able to have uh, an additional person Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. home and um, getting to know him a bit more as well. Sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. So this week's episode, for those of you watching on our YouTube channel, you'll see the decor and I'm sure you'll be able to guess what we're talking about. But for those of you listening on our podcast, today's episode is all about Easter. Easter. Mm -hmm. So to start with talking about Easter, I thought maybe we could start with some traditions. Mm. You know, how do we, how do we celebrate? How do we celebrate Easter? How do you celebrate Easter? Okay. All right. Uh, Well, typically I, I can celebrate Mass at the cathedral, or I go say mass somewhere else, uh, depending on what kind of need there is in the diocese. Because I'm not attached to any parish, I can, I can go and help out where I'm needed. And then I, I normally sort of catch up with yourself and Mrs. Mrs. N at some point, and and, uh, and then I normally go home to Aubrey for a few days, say hi to mum and dad, and my my brother and sister and their families. And uh, you know, there's a there's a period of feasting. <laughs> Seems appropriate. So, yeah, and also I, I can celebrate the uh, the Triduum in the lead up to Easter Sunday, which is brilliant. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. I'm a bit similar in that sense too that I enter into all the different masses and things that are happening in the lead up to Easter Sunday as well. But also I tend to house sit <laughs> anytime there's holidays around. People are off holidaying and they need someone to look after their home and their pets, so they sure. call me up. Sure. So I get to do that, which is nice. It, it's nice that I, I get a sort of a quiet place with some 
dogs or cats to look after yeah, for yeah, a weekend. Sure. Sure. And um, so that tends to be sort of what I do over Easter generally. Uh, but I also spend a fair bit of time with my house mum and her family. They all come around so for Easter lunch, which is super nice. Um, and then we sort of go around to different family members' homes during the lead up for Easter. Sure, sure. Hmm. Holy Week highlight. Mm. Uh, so for those of you who don't know, the last week of Lent, which is the last week in preparation for Easter, is called Holy Week. And Holy Week is sort of the, the crescendo of Holy Week, as <laughs> it were, is Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. Uh, and Holy Thursday celebrates the Mass of the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper. Uh, Good Friday celebrates our Lord's Passion and Death. And Holy Saturday uh, really is a celebration of the, the it's the, the celebration of, of the resurrection of the Lord. The, the liturgy is anyway. The morning, we're still in a period of mourning for our Lord is still in the, in the tomb. Mm. Uh, but in the, the vigil, it's all about his resurrection. So, mm. so um, what's your highlight for Holy Thursday? Oh, for Holy Thursday, I love the adoration. Yeah. I love being able to – there's something about entering into – a space where you are essentially almost like mimicking doesn't sound like the right word. I'm looking for another word, but you're just reminded of that time of in the garden with, with Jesus and imitating. Watch. imitating is a much better word <laughs> um, and keeping watch with him, you know, just spending that quiet time with him. And it really is the church is quiet as mm. but it's also super dark and there's you know generally like a couple of candles lit that's that's about it so it's a it really sets the, mm. the scene mm. and mm. makes it really easy to enter into so i love that yeah for me it's the um the first eucharistic prayer so so on holy thursday there's actually a, a an amended first eucharistic prayer that we use mm -hmm. which has a few different inserts and a few different words and and it's really really beautiful and 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 particularly worded to to celebrate what our lord has done that's a big a big thing and then also the procession of the eucharist with, with adoration following mm. is just i i i quite find that to be uh, mm -hmm. to be wonderful yeah. yeah yeah what about good friday good friday for me is the veneration of the cross I love it. There's, I remember the first time I actually like fully participated, like with my heart participated yeah, yeah. and I'd sort of done it as a child and, and I did the whole touch the hand at the feet and, you know, yep, okay, we're good, we're done now, we, this is what we do, okay, cool, moving on. Um, but I remember the first time that I was, I was really entering into it and being able to, to kiss the feet of our Lord um, on the cross, there was just something so powerful. Mm. Uh, about that yeah yeah same for me mm. yeah the, the 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 veneration of the cross is just it's it's really really beautiful it's just um to do it with that knowledge of what's the reality that sits behind that action it's it's it's, it's beautiful yeah, yeah. Uh, for those of you unaware the veneration of the cross is is the the crucifix is placed in front of of the altar and people are invited to come forward and to touch or to kiss the feet of the cross COVID-19 unfortunately will will Eat stop that, that from being a yeah. reality this year but yeah. hopefully in future years mm. uh, we'll be able to, to to engage in that once again and of um, course it's a personal practice that you can do in your home exactly it's right exactly right to yeah. the church yeah spot on um all right and uh what about holy saturday oh 
The moment for me is the Gloria. <laughs> there is just something about when all the candles have finally been lit and then we all get to sing <laughs> and we're just like bells and the bells are ringing. <laughs> like yeah. The church bells are going, there's bells going everywhere, music's blaring. It's just yeah. like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love yep. it, love it, love it. For me, it's the uh, light of Christ. You know, everything is everything is dark, mm. and there's a fire that's lit outside the church, and mm. Paschal candle is lit, yeah. and then they, they go in. And the deacon sings the light of Christ three times in 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 sort of what do you call it when a note goes up? It's like and crescendo or something. In is that different it? octaves, in different yeah, in different different octaves. Thank you. Yes, in different octaves. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> So when a when a so he sings it in different octaves, he sings you know the light of Christ and then higher still the light of Christ and then finally as he mm. approaches the top of the church the light of Christ in an even higher uh, pitch and and then he uh, puts the candle down and all of a sudden the lights explode yeah. on <laughs> and you have the exalted <laughs> being sung and it's this this brilliant hymn about Christ's resurrection and what he's done to to save us and it's ah oh, it's just stunningly mm. beautiful. Yeah. Yep. That's my that's like the high yeah. point. Yeah, for me. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then of course Easter Sunday. Mm. Easter Sunday for me is about all the celebrations. So uh, I love being able to spend time with the people that I care about and you know, being able to prepare a meal for them or to assist in preparing mm. a meal for mm. them and, and just being able to spend time with them. Yeah, that's cool. Celebrating, marking resurrection <laughs> yeah yeah nice nice i thoroughly enjoy the the, the blessing with easter water mm. it's beautiful being able to do that so you, you know the newly blessed easter water we go around and bless the church with on, on easter sunday and and then there, there are often baptisms on easter sunday as oh, well it's, right, it's, it's yes. really nice to baptize new kids into new life on easter sunday it's just mm. so fitting so so uh yeah yeah that's 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 pretty well the high points there yeah yeah Cool. So that's sort of different ways that I suppose you and I have been have been and like to celebrate mm. Easter. Mm. I guess we should probably also consider well, what is Easter actually about? Yeah. And really, it's the it's the high point of the Christian calendar. Just in the sheer fact of knowing that the whole reason why Christ even came was so that we would have life and have it to the full, like that. Yeah. Yeah. That is why he came. That is why. He died and that is why he rose again. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. Easter is the it's it's the it's the main festival of the churches. Yeah. 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 However, interestingly, I see more people at church at Christmas yep. than I do at Easter, which to me doesn't make any sense because Christmas like why why celebrate the coming of Christ if you're not gonna celebrate why he came? That's right. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, we. Uh, uh, yep. It's just, I just. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get it. I do. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yep. Baffles me. <laughs> it baffles me as well. Another question that might be asked then is: is what are the implications of no resurrection? Because mm. Easter is the celebration of the resurrection. Yeah, yeah. What's the implications of no resurrection? Yeah. What are your thoughts, Padre? If Christ did not rise, then we are not redeemed. Mm-hmm. You know, he has not conquered death. He was, if he did not rise, he is a failed religious leader. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's 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 the truth. Yeah. He did not live up to his statement that he was God. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then there's there's you know no relationship with Christ. There's there's 
a question of who do we place our confidence in if not for 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 God um, you know there's we're still in sin there's no mercy there's mm. you know God has made out to be a liar it's it's yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you know there's there's the implications of 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 no resurrection are that we are still under the bondage of sin yeah uh, this we know is 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 not the case no uh, Christ has risen mm. uh, and uh, he's he's rising witnessed by thousands Saint Paul tells us uh, and uh, and and what's more uh, his resurrection is is something which continues to actually affect us to this very day. Mm. Like you know, we we encounter him daily in the context of mass. Mm. Uh, in in many ways, I think that the without the resurrection, there would be the world would quite simply be joyless and loveless. Yeah, it would be that it would be that simple. Mm. With, without Christ, we would still be under the bondage of sin. Yeah, and uh, yeah, mm. yeah. What about? Um, I mean, we know this now. <laughs> Did we always know this? Perhaps not. Mm. When did it actually click for you what Easter was actually about? A bit late. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I intellectually I always kind of knew. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, my mum and dad taught me. I was like, yes, we go to church at this time because that's what we do. Yep. And I was, I was faithful to that, but it didn't really hit me properly until I was in the seminary. Okay, um, all right. The first year in seminary, yeah. yeah. I witnessed Bishop Hannah, who's the, the emeritus bishop of Wagga Wagga, Bishop Jared Hannah, uh, it was the it was Good Friday. It was the veneration of the cross, and uh, there's a practice that the celebrant takes off his chasuble, big long flowing garment. <laughs> uh, it takes off his chasuble to to venerate the the cross, mm-hmm. and um, it, it's it's always struck me that the reverence with which he did that and the love with which he did that really moved me, mm. and I started from there to figure out this isn't just a cultural thing that we do this is a this is a relationship thing that we mm. do. yeah yeah that's beautiful how about for yourself i guess for me it was like it feels like a puzzle pieces mm. that sort of came in bit by bit and i'm sure there's still plenty that i i'm yet to understand and comprehend but it was like little bits and pieces that that came together but i do remember at the age of 17 that it really something really, really hit with Good Friday, and it, it wasn't on Good Friday, but it was about Good Friday, and I remember reading a book that a youth minister had, had given me, and it was pages of what would have happened to Christ's body as he suffered physically to to his body, what would have happened as he suffered the crucifixion and it was like point after point after point like at this point this would have happened then this would have happened and this would have collapsed and this would have happened mm. and and as a a bit of a, a biology nap back then you know reading page after page and it just kept going of all the different things in the ways that systems would have interacted and what that could have felt like and it was like oh my goodness you you did that? Like you endured mm. that? Mm. And then it was, yeah, I endured that for you. You did that for me? Like yeah. what? That yeah. that was just like blew That's my beautiful. mind right open. Yeah. Blew it right open. Yeah. But even then, it didn't really I still didn't really enter into Easter as much. I like I, I then became very mesmerized and very taken by what he suffered for me, but I didn't I still didn't enter into the resurrection mm. until several years later when 
the pieces sort of joined <laughs> when I realised Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, that they, you know, one step after another and it's like, oh, right, now I get it. <laughs> a little slow. Sure, sure. I got there a few years later. <laughs> It's okay. Got there. <laughs> I was late twenties before I got there. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, so yep. yep. Yeah. So there's an Easter episode for you guys, and normally we finish our episodes with a dose of truth, beauty, and goodness. But what better truth, beauty, and goodness is there than mm. truth of Christ's death and resurrection? Absolutely. Well, why don't we say prayer? Mm, that would be lovely. Very good. So uh, being a Catholic priest, I'll, I'll, I'll start it the way that I start all prayers, which is with the, uh, the sign of the cross. So in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Almighty God, we, we give you thanks for your life, for your incarnation, your life, your death, uh, your resurrection. Uh, we thank you for calling each one of us to know you in a personal relationship. We thank you for the love that you give to us. And we know that this love isn't a, uh, isn't kind of a conglomerate-style love, but you love each of us individually as though we were the only one who was loved. Um, we ask for, for you to increase our faith in that love of yours uh, and to inc- give us the grace to rely more and more heavily uh, upon that love. Uh, we ask the blessings on our listeners uh, and on those who are, are at this moment enduring some kind of difficulty. Is there anything else you'd like to pray for, Stina? Just in gratitude for what you did for us, for what you endured for us, and for the way that you continue to show us your love, may we all experience that personally this Easter. We ask all of this in the name of Jesus the Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much for joining us again for another episode of Living Fullness. Come back again next week for a new episode. If you'd like to get in touch with us, jump over to our Instagram page, Living Fullness, or you can join our Facebook group, also Living Fullness through Virtue Ministry. But until next time, know of our love and prayers and have a very happy Easter. God bless.